Can you hear me from here? Yeah. It's like, like oh, oh, I can hear myself as well. Yeah. Really I'm going to put headphones on. Don't worry about it. I think I have to work. Cool, cool. Do I have like an echo or anything? Welcome to End My Suffering, a podcast. Ooh. Very cool. Wow. What do we usually <laughs> say at the start? Hey guys, uh, welcome back. Today on the podcast, we have recording artist and uh, friend of the pod, Mia, uh, also known as Lucid Mia on Hello. Spotify and whatnot. Um, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So basically, uh, just to set this up at the top, Mia, Grace, <laughs> and I, uh, well, first off, Grace is not here. Um, but Mia, Grace, and I have a long and complicated history in that <laughs> Mia, um, if you want to explain like the timeline of like you living in different countries. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've lived in, I'm, I'm born and raised in Norway. Uh, and then when I was, I think I was 17, I lived in the U S for a year, um, and had the absolute pleasure of, of being in the same high school as as Grace and the absolute displeasure of being in the same high school as Jake. Um, But yeah, so I lived there for a year then. And then I went home for a year to finish high school in Norway. And then I've done my bachelor's degree in England, in Liverpool. So yeah, basically for the last five years, I've only lived one year at home in Norway. Yeah. What's your, wait, what's your degree in? And also, do you happen to go to a prestigious school? <laughs> My degree, it's called, if we, you want to get real fancy, it's called uh, a, a Bachelor's in Arts with Honors in Music, Songwriting and Performance. But basically music, that's what it is. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, and as I mentioned uh, at the top, uh, you're a recording artist. Um <laughs> trying to be at least <laughs> yeah well there you go you know hey you've you've put out more music than i have so that's something um, I mean to. um yeah and you know me i'm i'm on my grind dude um always jake always i'm always in the studio i blacked out in the booth and said imagine <laughs> there's no countries um so how long have you made music for like i guess like when yeah. did you like when did it become a thing where you were like i'm gonna make music like i'm gonna do this yeah well i think well my, my dad is a is a sound engineer so i mean i've oh, been geez. around music my whole life um and my dad tried to teach me to play both piano and guitar when i was a kid but uh i don't know why i'm like this but i just i can't learn anything if people try to teach me mm. so i when i i think i picked up the guitar myself when i was about i don't know 13 maybe and started playing from there uh, and made some horrible, horrible songs. Um, <laughs> uh, and I've continued doing so since. But I think uh, when I was like in high school, I went to a drama school. So I was very adamant in becoming a, an actor uh, or an actress. But um, I don't know. I feel like music just always gave me more joy. And I, I, I like to describe it in the way that like if I, if I spend a whole day doing theater, I'm very tired. But if I spend like a whole day doing music I'm tired but I'm still very happy like I never want to leave the studio or I never want to like stop doing it uh so I think that's why I kind of landed on wanting to do music gotcha yeah you're yeah. you're addicted to the rhythm 
uh, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, no, when we did theater together um, during your short stint in, uh, in the U.S., when we Absolutely. did theater together, I would always, like, leave rehearsal and I'd be like, oh, wow, Mia looks tired. Mia. Yeah, I know. Well, that's, it's funny that you say that because that's what I think about you all the time. Uh, we didn't have to do theater. It was just always, you just always look very tired. Yeah, you were like, this guy um, needs to sleep. That explains it because when we first met, <laughs> I, I, like, distinctly remember you, like, like, you handed me a thing of warm milk and I was like, I what did, is, I what's did. going on? I think I also handed you a pamphlet of like, do you need help? Here yeah. are some numbers you can call if you need. <laughs> so I was very worried about you throughout my my stay in the US. Seventeen year old Jake, yeah, he was he was going through it with his <laughs> no job and and no bills. I know it's just and like not having to buy toilet paper is also just the oh. worst. Don't even get me started on this freaking toilet paper. I mean, I don't know how it was in Norway. I don't know how it was in Norway, Mia, but I or Liverpool at the time. But I swear to God, toilet paper is pretty hard to come by nowadays. No, but it's not even that. It's the fact that like when I moved out to Liverpool, where I like because in the U.S. I lived with a family, so mm-hmm. that obviously they did groceries. But now doing it by myself, I just realized how much I hate buying toilet paper. So it wasn't even a commentary on the current situation. It's just hate buying toilet paper. I don't know why, but I have a deep hatred for buying toilet paper. I have the same thing for soap. I've become my mom in a lot of ways. And like if the soap is almost empty, it's (laughs) it's water and a little bit of dish soap. And now that's for sure. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. That or like bulk buying, I do that as well. If it's like, mm, yes, <laughs> especially soap and stuff like that. If it's like two for one, I'm like, yeah, sure, four. Let's I have, I've hovered over the join us now button <laughs> on Costco's website <laughs> for hours. I've just but like, wasn't like, wasn't Costco like you have to be. Like, not anyone can become a member at Costco. Yeah, it's like a credit union. You have to, like, get referred. You have to, like, become... You have to know somebody. Or at least it used to be that way. I don't know if it still is. Let me um, let me Google it. Can... I just remember it being like that in, when I was in the U.S. Because I remember my, my host mother telling me that, like, no, no, you can't just become a member here. It's yeah. exclusive. <laughs> oh, it says... um. Oh, oh, here's what it is. It's anyone can join um, by paying $60 for the basic fee. But I oh, guess geez. there's a premium tier on top of that. Oh, wow. Very cool. It's so capitalist that I want to cry. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And what's crazy about that is you make that observation. And I'm I'm so desensitized that my first thought was like, damn, how much is the premium fee? Because like, <laughs> fuck. I mean, but you hear how absurd it is, though. Like, oh, you're yeah. paying for gro- You're paying to pay for groceries yeah yeah it's insane <laughs> it is insane but i mean i have to say as much as i do love parts of the u.s it is an absurd country in many oh, ways yeah. oh yeah. yeah no it's yeah. um i mean i think costco proves it you know <laughs> yeah i think that's like just a very good example of the absurdity of the u.s at times yeah it's like that same thing of like costco has the same energy as like a debutante's ball yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? it does. It really does. Yeah. 
It's like, why, why are we doing this? <laughs> why are we doing this? I hate it, but also let me go. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are we doing this? Be there? <laughs> I will go watch it, yeah. but I also feel like it's damaging to young women. And that yeah. goes for Costco and da- debutantes balls. <laughs> Very true. Very like that metaphor, honestly. So you mentioned, you know, born in Norway, um, living yeah. in Liverpool for school and stuff. Um when you were in Norway, like, did you find that you were, like, active in, like, because you lived in, um, like, a bigger city, right? Yeah, I live in the capital. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Flex. Um, <laughs> so would you, did you, like, get involved in, like, the local music scene there very much? Or? I honestly, like, I think when I started, when I decided to do music and, and apply for Lipa, I first of all did not think I was going to get in I'd like made (laughs) other plans and was very like yeah yeah this is not gonna go well um and I think when I I did release an EP right before I left for uh for Liverpool Mm -hmm. but I think I was way too shy to kind of well I think I think it's it's basically just also the fact that the Liverpool music scene is just so much more present in the city like, we definitely have a music scene in Oslo, but it's not, like, everywhere. Whereas in Liverpool, it's just it's just never silent. There's always music playing in Liverpool. Interesting. Uh, either, like, a hundred concerts or just street musicians or whatever it is that are just... It's just always music playing, which is quite interesting as a musician. That's neat to think about. I don't know, because I, um, you know, I don't, I've never lived in a place uh, with, like, music just on the street that's very yeah. whimsical and very, like, stereotypical European, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> it, they do exist here in Oslo as well, but I think in, in Liverpool, it's, like, an actual issue that people have their corners and they will be pissed if you try to stand on their corners. Oh, it's, like, uh, a turf thing? Oh, absolutely. Like a very serious turf thing thing. And it's also like times of day when people play. And I don't know how they do it in between, like if they have a deal or whatever, but it's definitely seen arguments between uh, people standing on the street playing. They're just like, well, (laughs) they can't hear me now because you're too loud. And then they just go back and forth and yell at each other. See, we have the same thing in the U.S., but with food trucks. That's our big Our big cultural export, and, and those people <laughs> will throw hands yeah. if you take their spot. But yeah, no, I definitely. would love to see like an accordion player versus like a guy with a pair of bongos just going it at very, it. It's very interesting, and we have this one dude that like everyone in Liverpool knows, and he is uh, a homeless man that plays with like a Guitar Hero guitar. Oh, nice. <laughs> And uh, he also has a ukulele, I think, now. Someone gave it to him. And then he'll just... He can't sing at all. (laughs) He just shouts into the mic. But everyone loves him because he's just such a, like, part of the city now that it's almost like... It's it's weird when he's not there. Like, it just doesn't feel like Liverpool. And then someone donated a lot of suits to him. But not, like, black suits. But they're, like, suits with patterns and stuff like that. Nice. And it's brilliant. Um, and I think you can, like, read about him. And, like, you know Humans of New York? I think they yeah. have Humans of Liverpool. So you can see him there. It's the dude with just very colorful suits. Oh. Like, that's him. It's just, you can't miss him. And a fedora. Also is he like a, oh, okay. Well, that's a red flag. But is he a nice guy? <laughs> 
he is really nice like he's very happy and when like they they did an interview with him in the humans of liverpool thing and it turns out that he has uh, a girlfriend that has been really ill so all he's trying to do is like feed her oh my um, god and that's why he does what he does um so people do give, like we always give him a pound if we kind of pass by um and he's he's generally very nice i don't think i've ever had a conversation with him um because i cuz you don't occupied singing homeless people <laughs> you absolute Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because he's just always singing. Like I don't think I've ever seen him take a break. And then God. there's another musician, like further. Well, that doesn't make sense to you, but on Bold Street, that he sings oh, yeah, outside. No, I know. I know. <laughs> he yeah. sings outside this Mexican restaurant, and basically he was a street performer, but he was singing so loudly that everyone got really annoyed at him. <laughs> so what happened was that to kind of save him and also save people walking up and down Bold Street, the restaurant kind of hired him to stand oh. outside and sing instead. And oh. he's very lovely. We love him. He's He sings Spanish songs and it's just brilliant. That's fucking sick. And that sounds very like like having all that music around feels like it makes the city very like full of life you know it definitely does um, have you ever uh have you ever or a friend ever you know done any street performing i have friends that have done it i haven't done it personally but um i know that the people who do it uh, generally tend to enjoy it because i think <clears throat> scousers or people from liverpool are just very like very friendly people they're very easy to talk to and they're very they're just fun. Like most of them are just very fun, and so uh, I think performing for a Liverpool crowd is very—they're very grateful and very nice, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah. Hell yeah. In Norway, you're now allowed to have shows with fifty people, so like you can—if you space people out, but they have to be sitting, so you can go to like a concert, but the artist has to do like seven shows in a row to get as many people as they need. Gotcha. Um, but we have like, <laughs> well, this is a very specific example, but like it's, we have these Christian TikTokers <laughs> <laughs> that everyone, well, everyone with a brain hate them, but that's another story. Not because they're Christian, just because they're stamped. Yeah, horrible famously shit. anti-Christian <sighs> yeah. England. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 it's here in Norway. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's still better, famously so. anti-Christian Norway. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, they had, like, meetups during, like, when it was... Oh, no. Long, like, yeah, when it exploded here. And they couldn't do anything. Like, the police wouldn't kind of even be near it because they don't obviously want to kind of be near it. But it was yeah. 400 people, I think, or something like that. It was oh, insane. my fucking yeah. God. And that pisses me off so much. Like, Yeah. Because I'm like, honestly, if you want to just not care about covid at all fine i really don't care but the the problem becomes when you walk outside and you treat everyone as if they don't care about it and that puts me out yeah that's if yeah if covid was a thing that you couldn't spread to other people you could only like catch from something then yeah a hundred percent you know don't give a shit about it or whatever if you're an idiot but yeah no and i'm just like it baffles me too because like Especially with the performing arts and stuff where it's like music or comedy where it's like, but 
you are not gonna get your big break right now no (laughs) not at all no one is gonna be like damn you're really on your grind doing shows in covid let me sign you it's like yeah everyone like no one wants to hear you right now and also no one cares about you right now like yeah also, just become a Twitch streamer. Like, I yeah, don't know. Honestly, honestly do live streams. Something. Like, yeah. Uh, it's better. Like, it's more money in that than just doing stand-up. You know? Oh, God. It's is. so good. So good. I love that. I can't wait to go to a, a fucking pandemic stand-up show and yeah, clap also, obnoxiously like, loudly. You can't fucking... You can't have proper sanitation at that point because okay, are they sanitizing the mic every time people have touched that? I don't know. Like what? No what idea. is happening? <laughs> I know a lot of places are like, well, you have to have a negative tip. Like there are frat parties and stuff happening on the campus oh, yeah, that heard. I'm at, where it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, where, where people are like, well, you have to have a negative test to get in, so it's fine. It's like you. So if I have you a negative apple. test from three days ago. But two days ago, I licked yeah. a light post. I can get in. <laughs> Sounds like your you, party. Dick. <laughs> it is me. That's been yeah. the hardest part about the pandemic is that I can't do that anymore. No, but honestly, like I've been thinking about singers as well because I do know singers. I might be a little bit guilty, guilty of it myself. I like eat the mic as they sing, and I'm mm, like, yeah. Jesus Christ, that must be the worst place to get it from. Like, not actually, but it. How? But, yeah. It's like you you zoom in on that microphone. It's like Osmosis Jones. It's just like a fucking bunch of little things living in there. I mean, I, there's a reason why mics smell so fucking bad. Like oh. they smell <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh God, I haven't smelled my mic in a while. Well, I, haven't, I, I haven't. I haven't done it on purpose. First thing like... you do in the studio is you, you do a scent check. <laughs> yeah, do obviously you have to do that, and then a lick check, and then you're good. Yes, of course. Of course. That's just like, good practice. Yeah, it is. That's Way musicology. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's all it is. It's just proper mic handling. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to clarify that I don't actually smell my mic. <laughs> like it's, it's important for me. Because like, but when you do rehearsal, you hold the mic, and at some point, it's like, it's close to your nose and sometimes it just smells so Yeah, bad. sometimes it's close to your nose because you're trying to smell it and it's... <laughs> yeah. I can't get I, out of this. I, I'm I picking just up yeah. what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life, ad- you know, life tips with me. Uh, get a good whiff of that microphone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's another life tip from Lucid Mia. Not to be like a stereotypical podcast person and be like, what's next? But like... <laughs> Do you see yourself in Liverpool for a long time or like do you not know or I mean to be fair I'm like <clears throat> I I am going to move back to Liverpool uh, now I'm leaving like very soon mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to live there for I think a year uh but I think because of this pandemic uh it's not really easy to get a job in Liverpool at the moment gotcha. and I kind of need a job to survive yeah. uh <laughs> So I, I don't really know, but the plan is to do that and then do my master's next year. Gotcha. Um, in musicology, I think. Musicology? Yeah, musicology. M- like the <laughs> science of music? Yeah, the science of music. Sweet. Yeah, I think that could be kind of cool. I know that yeah. like recording artists do it and people who want to like kind of write about music do it so it's a it's kind of a wider masters than doing just pure kind of 
instrumental music or, or recording music or whatever. hundred <clears throat> percent. Yeah, no, that checks out. But, and I'm, um, that is actually like a good segue into the other like actual question that I had, which <laughs> yeah. was, um, uh, so like living in like all these different places. And I know you mentioned like your dad is a sound engineer. So you yeah. like always were around like musical people. Um, you know, did you find that, in some places that maybe there was a different response when you told people what you were doing um or like like when you told people like oh i'm going to school for music or like i might go to school for music you know do you find like a different response um based off of like where you were like were more people in some places one way on it or another I mean, I think when I decided to do music, I didn't really tell kind of like a lot of people, but uh, my host family in the U.S. who are, well, are my family, they're just my American family, Mm -hmm. uh, were just super duper supportive. They were never, they were like, yeah, this is so right for you. And were just very hyped about me doing it. Uh, And one of the, like the youngest sister there, Elise, went to visit me in Liverpool. So they were just super supportive. Nice. Um, and I feel like the friends that I that I have in the U.S. who I also told were also very supportive. I think here in Norway, I've definitely had family members that have been very unsure about like where if that if that's a good idea type thing. Because, but I think that's not to. Um, I mean, the the older generation yeah. <laughs> without like trashing them because love them great people whatever they also tend to kind of they want you to do school and then work and then that's it and mm-hmm. um doing music is definitely not like a a smart career move in that sense because it's not it's hard to get a full-time employment as a musician like that's not a, a thing mm-hmm. um but I've, I've i've been very 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 lucky in having people around me who have just been very supportive but I think when I was in the U.S., what people were more kind of <laughs> confused about was just me being from Norway. Like, I think that was confusing enough. Which flag is it? Which one? <laughs> yeah, which flag? And also like, oh, it's no, it's in Europe. Wait, is Europe a country? No. <laughs> a lot it's of like, people wait, thought so... I was from Russia, that Norway was part of Russia. <laughs> I had that a lot. And then it was a lot of like, so do you like ride reindeers there or like what's the what's the deal and like, then a no, lot of questions <laughs> no yeah we eat we actually do eat them well, yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> but i mean and also a lot about like alcohol loss i feel like people were very curious about oh yeah no especially in high school i feel yeah. like people people love like living vicariously through yeah. european teenagers yeah, and it was also because, like, I had definitely at that point been drunk, like, with my friends, because that's more, I guess, but you do it as well, but I feel like you guys start in college mostly, is, like, kind of my impression of it. Yeah, I would say, like, heavy drinking starts in college. Yeah, in which here starts, like, at 15, so, like, people were very fascinated by the fact that I had had alcohol, and which was, like, okay, to me, confusing, but I get it. <laughs> After had, having lived there for a while, I was like, ah, no, I get it, because it's much harder for you guys to kind of get it, I guess. And yeah. also, you were from a small town, I'm from a bit, like, bigger city, yeah. so, which, I mean, it's tiny if you compare it to, like, Chicago, or any, like, major city in, in the U.S., but it's definitely not hard to 
get alcohol here at age 16. Yeah, sorry. I've played a little bit too much games lately. Oh, dude, what what games are you playing? Like, I just have friends that play World of... Not World of Warcraft, sorry. Call of Duty. And then I just, like, started playing it with them. So I'm, Yo, nice. I shit at it, but it's just fun. Are you playing, like, the new one? Like, um, Warzone? It's called Warzone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. But I just played it a yeah. little bit. I just played a little bit, but, like, I think... I've played so much Borderlands with Elise that oh. the controls make sense to me because when yeah. my me and my friend played with them, like I think I picked it up a bit faster than her because I've played something. Like a, a controller isn't totally foreign to me, but I'm I'm shit at it and they hate it when I play with them. So, I mean. <laughs> Dude, that's I I didn't you know never knew you were a gamer, Mia. Um, I think I, I think I very quickly could become one. I think it's a good thing I don't own a PlayStation because I think oh. that would just go to shit. Dude, they have the like the the new consoles are coming out in November, and I'm like, <gasps> I'm in the same like position as you, where like if I buy one, I will become like a full on yeah. game guy because I play yeah. games now, dude. But like, not to that degree. Like if I buy one, I truly feel like I will not finish college. No, but that's the thing. Like my my cousin has a as a has a switch, and Ooh. they are so much fun. Like, yeah. what the hell? Why haven't anyone introduced them to me before? But she got one for Christmas, and she brings it whenever she comes here. And I just the poor girl. She's sixteen, and all I do, I'm twenty two, and all I do is like <laughs> we're playing switch or playing switch. We play now. We play now. We play. Come on, let's play switch. Like, that's all I do. We played for like. 13 straight hours at one point jesus that sounds uh, you amazing know, it was amazing but you see why i can't own the switch or like a playstation <laughs> i would just never get off it yeah dude the worst thing for me because i just um i got a new computer or like a, a used computer but like a new to me computer yeah, yeah. for um for doing like 3d rendering and video editing and stuff and and yeah so it's got like a pretty good like gpu in it and yeah. so it can run like actual games. And so, yeah. No. So, yeah. So if I weren't <laughs> so goddamn bad at playing a game with a mouse and keyboard, I would be fully like engrossed in it. But luckily I suck at it and I'm not going to try same, and get better. Honestly, but it's, I feel like if you're used to consoles, they just uh, suck. Like I hate using the mouse for yeah. and stuff. I'm like, what? It's, I don't, I don't understand what is happening. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't, I can't seem to do it. I tried playing Borderlands on my computer and I just hated it. And I dude, love Borderlands. I do too, dude. I, it's funny that you mention it too, because I have my, my old uh, Xbox here and I have been debating over the past few days, like replaying Borderlands to see if it holds up. Do you, well, which one do you have? Do you have uh, the original one or do you have? I, yeah, I, I have um, the original one and then the second one. The second one is the best, I think. Like, yeah. Straight up. But I that that's me being biased because that's the one I've played the most. But I think it will hold up because when I was back in the U.S. last summer, that's also all I did. Like, I was just <laughs> in Elise's room just playing Borderlands. Oh, hell yes, dude. There is, like, I cannot wait for, like, winter break this year because not only will I be unemployed... <laughs> But I will be, <laughs> I will be home and not even really allowed to leave the house. So I am Dude. gonna do an old fashioned like 
log on, play games all day. But it's so much fun, though. It's like when, so but, good. But the thing is, when you're in it, it's so much fun. And then when 13 hours have gone by, <laughs> and then you're like, I hate myself so much. Like, yeah. I have done nothing today. But I feel like if it's winter break, you might be able to kind of forgive yourself for yeah. spending that much time on there. Like, as a kid, did you play video games? or? I did, but I played, like, dumb video games. Like, I played, uh, there was, like, uh, an Ice Age game on yes. uh, PlayStation 2. No, are you kidding? Yes! I dude. love that game. That game slaps. It's so good. And I haven't played it in, like, years, so I don't know how I would feel playing it now. But I loved it so much. I'm sure and that one had... aged horribly i'm pretty sure it did but like i've always been a like a mario kid so whatever nice. mario. whatever Mar- what would you say mario Mar- oh fuck you well um, you you are closer geographically to italy so yeah I, but i feel I like they you. would say mario so i don't think i'm right either so right. but either way i i like any sort of mario game i just i love i like wish i could get to a point where i'm just fucking like a addicted to gaming again like i (laughs) i used to like as a kid i played minecraft i think there were days where i would spend like 10 hours playing minecraft and it's the reason my body looks the way it does now and it's (laughs) it is just like oh there's such like a pure joy in not having anything to focus on except for that but that's the thing, but it was also just so simple. Like, we were children and just, like, yeah. playing games and didn't have responsibilities or at least as many anxieties as we do right now. Yeah. Um, but, well, some of us, at least. But yeah. I feel like just, like, gaming all day is just so much fun. And, like, getting yeah. snacks and just sitting there and having the time of your life. Yes, dude. So, I guess... Those were, like, the bigger, like, questions and stuff that I had. I did have one other one. I was going to do, like, you ever, like, you know, you know, like, a lightning round thing where you yeah. just, like, get a bunch of questions really fast. I was going to do that, and then I only came up with one. Um, so... <laughs> You're joking. The shittiest, this is the shittiest lightning round ever. It's just, like, go, <laughs> one question. All right, so this is the lightning round questioning for Lucid Mia. Are you ready? Yes. All right, lightning round question number one. If you had to do a different genre of music and commit to it for like another album or two, uh, EP or two, what would it be and why? Heavy metal. Just because it's so different from what I do now and also I do respect heavy metal artists a lot. That's, yeah. There's, um, forgive me if this is a stereotype, but, like, heavy metal, that is, like, like, a bigger cultural thing in, like, like, North, uh, I'm trying to get my directions right. Yeah. Like, Northwestern Europe. Well, I think it's it's definitely, like, well, it's, it's a huge thing in Germany. Um, but but it's a huge thing in Norway as well, which a lot of people don't actually know. But it's not that I, like, listen to that much heavy metal. I do listen to Rammstein a lot um, when I'm anxious, which is just (laughs) another life tip because listening to angry music when you're anxious just calms me down for some reason. Um, But, like, I grew up listening to Rammstein, but that's basically 
the only heavy metal band I like listen to on repeat and that I know the songs. Gotcha. Uh, but it's definitely a culture here. And I've definitely stumbled into a couple of bars where you just <laughs> realize that like, oh shit, I'm in the heavy metal world now. Like that, that wasn't what I intended to do, but here I am. That's so interesting. I would say like, not that you asked for a comparison, but I'll give you one. Um, but <laughs> in the US, it's like similar, like folk and like alt, soft yeah. alt music is like the same yeah. as that. Where I feel like a lot of times many people like are not seeking that out, but they'll just stumble into a bar where some dude with a <laughs> yeah. fucking, you know, sitar is playing and it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> no, He's definitely. Like, wide brim hat looking. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I think it's, I don't know, heavy metal is just, it's not uncommon in Norway to like, but you can see who listens to heavy metal on a regular basis. Usually gotcha. like it's definitely a stereotype. You, <laughs> It doesn't apply to everyone, but I, I have seen people where I'm like, yeah, I know what you're listening to right now. Like it's the, it's the <laughs> leather, the leather vest with like a band t-shirt underneath and then long hair and a long beard and usually a couple like facial piercings it's just literally like like a character from rock band no yeah literally like that's that's what it is but we've had some funny like like i stumbled into a bar once with a friend and we were like i never ever wear anything else besides white no besides black to be fair but i was wearing a white blouse can't remember why because it doesn't sound like me but like (laughs) we stumbled in there and we like everyone just stopped and stared at us and we stared back at just a sea of leather vests and it was just like I think <laughs> we should probably leave <laughs> after this drink and we did but they they were like attacking us it was just a very like weird vibe yeah smash cut to you and your friend in a leather vest store <laughs> getting ready to go back to the bar yeah, yeah for sure oh, god I wish I kind of wish that there were like heavy metal bars around here because I, I don't listen to heavy metal but I want to I want to, like, be there. To be fair, I feel like a lot of heavy metal people are really nice people. Like, I've had, I went to, I go to a festival every year in in Norway, which was, unfortunately, of course, canceled this year. Um, But we listened to a band that is a heavy metal band, but they're, they're really cool. They're called Spurv. I love them. Wait, they're called uh, what? Spurv, which means sparrow in Norwegian. Gotcha. They were, like, the nicest dudes on the earth. Like, they were just, when they were on stage, they were so grateful and so happy. And one of them even, like, I think shed a tear at some point because he was just so happy being there. But I managed to somehow get in the front. But they were just, they were so respectful of everyone's space and, like, making sure that no one got hurt if there was a mosh pit. Like, they were just very nice people. Hell yeah. Yeah huge fan of that community to be honest see that's um i've i've gotten similar vibes with um with like american fans of heavy metal like a lot of heavy metal people have been very nice yeah and it's i don't know i mean maybe there's something about liking like really heavy music that's you know well for sure maybe that and also like fighting the stereotype of them being like bikers or like like mean bikers who just kind of yeah fuck around i don't know what yeah. it is is there a big biker culture in in europe well i mean hell's angels is definitely in oslo really <laughs> yeah dude i've walked past it so many times i always try to like sneak it like look in but just not a good idea 
what the fuck? I, yeah, when it's, I it's think of like 15 minutes away from my house. That's insane. When I think of Hell's Angels, I think of like Nevada. Yeah, <laughs> but one one dude from Hell's Angels said hi to my dog like a month ago. Oh well, that was nice. Of him. Yeah, he was like he thought it was a cute dog, and I was like, thanks. I'm also very scared. Bye. So cool. <laughs> I will. I will say I do think um, like like a biker gang. I feel like has a a good aesthetic. I feel like they do. Honestly, look cool. they do though. They do because I just like the like we're a community vibe that they have yeah. in that sense. Like, and it's not. Well, I mean, ugh, we're we're entering dangerous t- territory yeah. because there's a lot of community vibes that are not good as well. So I feel like we're just kind of no. <laughs> I really like the flat earthers because I feel yeah. like they just have like a good community, you know. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. I had so many like you mentioned, like nothing being constant. I don't know if you feel the same way. I had so many people like in high school who were like. You got to have a plan for the future. Like, you got to know what you're going to do, like, three years out. Like, whether it's yeah. people my own age or people older than me. And now it's like, fuck you. I was yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. Because, like, nothing is going well for anyone right now. And yeah. I had the people who were like, why are you doing music? That's so unsure. I'm like, I can at least make money. if I If I make a record that is a hit. And that comes out, I can sit at home and still do that while yeah. you and your office job are now you're not now not working or fired or whatever. So like yeah. I feel like it's a win for unsure kind of jobs, but at the same time it's also a horrible time to be in music. So I don't know yeah. if I'm winning or losing, but I'm it's gonna a win. look at it as a win. It's a win for the freedom and a loss for the oh fuck, I can't like perform anywhere yeah Yeah. no genuinely and like so many music venues are closing down and it's just yeah are you uh like recording or writing music like in quarantine like is there any are you in are you in a process right now or (laughs) i am in a well basically kind of i have an ep ready uh, that's like done well an album ep i don't know even know what to call it but that's like it's not fully produced yet but um I'm kind of happy that I have that to work on because I think I've like I've I've talked to a lot of other people that I went to school with and other kind of musicians who agree that during quarantine we've just not been creative at all. Yeah. And I think it's just because nothing happens. So like you have nothing to write about. Uh yeah. it seems to be the general vibe but also that like everything is strange so it feels strange to do the normal things yeah. which is for us writing. I don't know. It's just it's a weird kind of some people have done really well, though, and, and written a lot, but I'm just one of those that, like, I don't know why I can't seem to write songs. So I think it's because you just have, like, a normal brain. Because <laughs> I feel like if you have to be, like, you have to be, like, a certain type of, like, brain to be in this situation. Be like, all right, time to Let's go. Write. Yeah, honestly. And I, I do not understand that. No, or people who are like, I don't really find that anything is that different. I'm like, are you, what? Yeah. Have you looked outside? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. The sky is on fire. Yeah, no, literally. And also, if you look around the world, like, what's happening, I don't understand how you could say that this is a normal time. So you have that, you have that um, EP slash album slash whatever um, you will end up calling it. uh, Yeah. 
do you know do you have any idea of like when you think that's gonna be like you're gonna drop it or the plan was to do it this year that's just not happening anymore yeah um so i mean i want to say next year but i think i need to get back to liverpool and kind of get back to the people i work with there to kind of uh have a plan and see and we've had some kind of technical difficulties so like a lot of the work we did was lost and then yeah it's just gotcha we just need to get we need to kind of get back together and see and yeah i don't know yeah and it depends sure. how many songs there is as well. I, I don't know how many songs I want to drop or if I want to like do an EP and then save some songs or do some singles and then drop an album. I don't really know. Yeah. Which is All not right. good. Well, I should have a plan. But. <laughs> no, but hey, also it's like if you have a plan. It might go to shit. It might go to shit. So don't have a yeah. plan. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's just the world telling us like shut the fuck up and stop. Just don't have a plan ever. Yeah, COVID is for you. It's a it's a learning <laughs> moment for you. It was set off so that I could learn. <laughs> yeah, no, if Grace and I had a plan for this podcast, dude, I would have been upset, you know, like, because we, we went like a month and a half without recording anything. And, um, <laughs> but we don't have a plan, so it doesn't matter, you know? And then you don't feel disappointed in yourself for not sticking to your plan, which is exactly. also a good thing. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. I'm with you on yeah. that. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, I guess. Uh, thank you for coming on. Um, do you have any like any plugs? I mean, if you if if you want to listen to my music, I am very available on uh, very available. We can just stop there, but uh, <laughs> I'm very available on Spotify and iTunes and like any other streaming service you might use. Uh, I'm called Lucid Mia, um, so please listen to my music so a poor musician can make some money. Sweet. And just to clarify, is that Lucid Mia one word or Lucid Mia two words? <laughs> Thank you very much, Jake. It is Lucid Mia two words. Okay. That's good for me because yes. Whenever I look at, because I listened to your stuff like before this, because I was like, oh, maybe that'll help me come up with questions and stuff. Yeah. And I, I like, I was like, for a second on Spotify thinking, shit, did, wait, is her music like not, is it gone? Because <laughs> I like typed in Lucid Mia all one word, like your Instagram handle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think. Honestly, I have thought about making it one word, but it just becomes lucid mail and it can yeah. be kind of read weirdly. So yeah. Dude, my fucking my Twitter handle and and my Instagram um cuz I made like a separate Instagram account just to post like memes and shit yeah. that I that I make and and fucking it's Jake's hot friend is the name of the account, but like everyone reads it as Jake shot friend. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, that's my brand. <laughs> that's my brand is I'm just going around fucking capping your friends. But there's been so many good examples of that, though. Like, Twitter handles that can be read. Wasn't it Susan Boyle had, like, a party for her, um, for her like, record? And it became Susan's anal party, I think. <laughs> or something like that. It was just the best thing in the world. Oh. <laughs> The internet is bad for so many reasons, but also 
Sometimes it's, it's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? I'm editing and I realized I forgot to say this. We're going to play one of Mia's songs to send us out. Um, Grace and I will be back next time with more content. Until then, you can follow us on Twitter at EMSPod. Uh, without further ado, here's Smother by Lucid Mia.
silence.